0: What's going on, everybody? It's been a long hiatus. I know by the time I post this, it'll probably be like December, but you know how I do. Angry Challenger on the mic, here with the Dreaded Challenger. What's going on, Dreaded?
1: What up, though? We just got uh, done watching some Evo action. Good stuff, good stuff. I watched it on ESPN, too. Had a lot of fun. Um,
0: Not gonna lie, I actually haven't seen that much of Evo. I've seen the highlights. I've read the articles on Event Hub's and I'm going
1: to have to catch up a little bit later. I've been running around at conventions well, all over the country. So You're a you know, busy man. You're a busy man. That's what I do. So, um, so well, I won't go into it, but one of the things that one of the competitors he was saying, I believe it was Tokido, really got me thinking about the difference between the oppressive regime known as the Japanese FGC and the uh, the local fighting scene between the Americans. And you notice there's a huge huge dis- disparity in like the levels of talent. Not talent, but like the Asians win in yes. the FGC. Not yes, just the Japanese, did. but Asians. A.K.A. the King of Kings. Infiltration. You mm-hmm. know, you guys like Takedo, the ever-present Daigo. You know, you've heard the names. If you haven't, look them up. Yeah. We all know that at the highest level, the Japanese have got this game on lock. Yeah, the Drax and Sclamps. They do. I mean, do Americans win Evo? We just get pumped when L.I. Joe got in top eight. Well, well you know what,
0: him. American, we did have Marvel. We we do well in Marvel. Street Fighter we do very seems, well in Marvel. Street Fighter seems to be that game. We can't get over that hump. I mean, we do great in like the other Japanese games. Like, let's not forget Smash Brothers. We, yeah. we do well. Yeah, in. It's not we like do pretty it's well not like
1: in. K.I. or Mortal Kombat where those are American games, like that were made in America by Americans. You know that you can understand, but the, like Marvel, that's a Capcom game, Um and Smash that's a Nintendo game. But America, you know, represents well at Evo. But like the Tekken scene and the Street Fighter scene, no, that's that's like Americans still, you know, are struggling or behind the curve. And it's interesting
0: because Street Fighter Five is not in arcades. The common excuse that we Americans like to use is, well, the Japanese have a stronger arcade scene so they can get together and they can play in the arcades. I've been to the Japanese arcades. They're definitely strong communities, a very tight-knit, like, everyone is there, all different ages, they're all playing together, and that's important. And they put in time in the arcade in a public place to train. And I feel that, you know, I feel that, but
1: there is no excuse for Street Fighter Five. There really, there's no yeah. issues. When Street Fighter Four dropped, it was it dropped in Japanese arcades first, and then it made its way to the consoles where, you know, we got our mitts on it. And when was the last time you saw a Street Fighter Four cabinet? Those didn't make their ways over here. So we had to go the online route. Well, here comes Street Fighter Five. They did away with the arcade scene. You know, it was a fresh start. You know what I'm saying? Like, the FGC is built here. that We have big names. We have sponsors. We're dropping this from ground zero. We're leveling the playing field. We got this new, fresh Street Fighter, and we still can't beat Infiltration. We still can't beat Taquito in anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they're taking the tournaments in Europe. They're taking the tournaments in South America. Except for that one in, like, I think Brad won in, like, Colombia. But, I mean, come on, man. That doesn't even count. Yeah. EVO, CEO all these different tournaments Japanese again are are representing strong and it's like I know this is the first year but they're already off to a a head start even though they didn't have the same advantage of the arcades as before so you know there's a lot of reasons why we think this is it so we're just going to talk about them and how that applies to you we're not just here to just like talk up the japanese scene and just be like oh they're just better and they're so awesome they're like there's a there's a reasoning for it we want to talk to you about it
0: yeah it's important that as players we analyze cause and effect a lot of times people play the game and they don't go back and they don't watch your replays or they don't internalize their own faults they just make excuses and the excuse we get from a lot of the americans is like well you know the japanese are just better that's not It's a game. The great thing about competitive gaming is it doesn't matter if you're male or female. And a lot of times, it doesn't even matter how old you are. I mean, we got Daigo and Alex Valle up there, you know, holding it down. No, yeah. We need to whittle through these excuses and figure out what's really going on.
1: Yeah. There was an interview by Tokido, one of the top, top SFI players, probably the number two player in the world right now. On, second only to Infiltration. Uh, top top Ryu player. Definitely super strong. He took CEO this year. But the thing he said was that Japan was at an advantage geographically. Because it's a much smaller nation, but it's the, the population density is much higher. How long is it going to take to go from one end of the country to another? And you can actually get together, pop in the console, and play. And those players over there, they make it a thing. Like, their communities are geographically closer to each other. And they play a lot more in person. Whereas, the communities of strong Street Fighter players in the United States is obviously much, much more, like, separated geographically. Like, you know, the cities are so far apart. It's just the drive from Houston to Dallas. I don't know how long it takes for a go from the south end of Japan to the north end, but I, I have a. Like, I have a feeling that it's it's around the same time as, like, Houston and Dallas. So, there you go. So, it's like, these the communities, if there is one in your town, it's going to be kind of like a ways before you can get to the next one. You know what I'm saying? So, they're, like, geographically separated. So, like, the big scene in SoCal or NorCal is not really playing the teams and the community from New York very often. No. And what happens when you get community together and you're fighting and you're doing, you know, matches all the time? What happens they're sharing tech? So really, what has a Japanese top level player not seen? They're playing against all kind of different people, against all kind of different characters, against all kind of different play styles all the time in person. Well, as an American player, like, okay, so let's just say I'm in Austin, Texas, and I'm playing all the top players from Austin. Well, that might not be a bigger pool. You, there's things that you might not see, and, like, the inner city rivalries aren't going to be as diverse as, like, the whole of Japan. You know what I'm saying? hmm Yeah. And as Americans, I don't know how much tech we like to share. Like, if I learned a brand-new setup, how am I going to share that? Yes, we have the internet. But how much tech are all the top FGC players sharing
0: online? It's really hard because you can post a video to YouTube, but unless you're already like Maximilian or Black Skills or somebody who has like that following on YouTube, no one's going to know you did or said anything. So then you've got to rely on like, well, I'm going to repost to sureyoucan.com or I'm going to go hit the game facts forms or I'm going to be on eHubs and I'm going to link this article. That does not guarantee that your voice is going to be heard. So, and that
1: doesn't – yeah, and it doesn't guarantee that the top-level players are going to take the time to like check an eHubs article and be like, oh, look, Nicali has a new setup. Let me, Let me train against this tech. Let me try to learn that tech. Some of it happens. Some of it does. But that's a much slower process than being in the grind in the person. And right now we have like celebrities of
0: tech. Guys who are known for being training mode monsters who go out there and they find stuff. Common name is Desk. Desk goes yep. out there and he finds some stuff. On a lesser end of that scale, uh, back when Marvel was still, you know, kicking it old school, we got Marlin Pie. Marlin Pie was doing stuff in matches that people weren't really seeing, like exploring hitboxes and stuff like that, and just like pretty much clowning on players like Combo Fiend. So it's interesting to note how you have the celebrity status guys but you know they can't discover all the tech and there's tech that i think that you and i have found in the game that i've related to the the hitbox guys and they were like oh we didn't know that like stuff that you can do specifically with a different type of controller or in a game
1: yeah and it's not just like discovering it to know how to do it like let's say you're going through a tournament and all of a sudden you run into a character where your matchup knowledge is a little spotty. Let's say you're going up through the Street Fighter ranks and you don't know the, the Fong cross-up poison tech or whatever because you've never seen it. You're going through the tournament. You've got like so many matches to beat. And it's just going to be that one guy with that one piece of tech who might not be technically better than you. Who might not be able to beat as many people as you on a regular basis. But he's got that one piece of tech, and you've never seen it. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to get sent to loser's bracket. You might get bounced from the tournament because you didn't handle like that one piece of tech. Knowledge is power in fighting games, and the application of that knowledge. Knowing tech and having that tech shared and sharing your own tech, different techniques and tricks and all that stuff, that could be the difference between you getting a you get top eight or you barely getting out of pools because it, it just takes one guy's tech that you haven't seen to blow up around and especially in you know games like street fighter 5 or street fighter cross Tekken, where rounds rounds get decided in just the heartbeat yeah man and
0: let's talk about where you need to focus to get better to begin with
1: think to yourself how do you get good at fighting games well you play them so what do most people do I know what you guys were thinking. Everybody was thinking when I was talking about like Japan plays a lot of other d- different people, like their community's bigger. What do we have here in America that closes the distance? We have online. Online's a good thing. Fighting games need to be online. Like you can't just have a fighting game not have online in 2016. Online's great. I don't want to say anything bad about online. Here's the downfall. And this is what I really think it breaks it down between Americans and the rest of the world. When they made online and they made ranked and they made a point system. Mm. Because what happens when you give Americans a point system?
0: They're going to focus on the points. That's the problem. A lot of people are so focused on their battle points. I hear it. I go into GameStop and I hear a guy like, yeah, I can't do rank, man, you know. That's for BP. That's for BP. Personally, BP and my record doesn't matter. Now, that's really easy for me to say because I usually get dragged up online. I can win. Anybody who plays me knows that I can win offline. Like, I just have a problem playing online. I don't have that skill set. That's the thing. It's a different skill set. So you can't really focus on those online points. Because playing online is not necessarily a good representation of what it's going to be like playing in a competition. Yeah. So people get so focused on their points, you get you get rage quitters, you get people who they might not want to play above their level because they're so concerned with losing those points. So they want to hold on to those points, they pick and choose their matches, they stay casual within their group of friends, they never get better. Whereas if you were to actually go to an arcade or go to a meetup or something like in uh over here in Maryland, we had Xanadu. I don't know if that's still set up, but a lot of the best players in the d m v area would get together and play when you're when you're face to face with people and you're able to talk to people and really get in there. There's no points there's there's no shame, you know you're just all there playing. Whereas when you play online, in the back of your mind, you're always looking at your title. You're always looking at your points. And you're like, I'm losing so many points. And it can be really discouraging. And sometimes you'll lose way more points than what you've actually learned from that match. Or you'll learn a lot, but you won't get that many points. Points aren't really a good measure of how good you are. Because some some of the top players we have, points-wise, are Americans. But then you look at the spread for EVO. And that's just not reflected.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shoot shots at like Wolf Chrome. He's an amazing talent, but he's like, I forget where he is. Like, I don't know what he is currently, but he was like at one or like two. Like, he's up there, right? He's an American. If he's got all the points in the world, and he's got over like, I don't know where are we at now, like thirty thousand points. Mm-hmm. He's like ultra platinum diamond or whatever. Like what? Like he's like inventing new ranks now. But he's not winning tournaments. And that's not a shot at him. He's a great player. You know what I'm saying? But PC, PlayStation, America, and Japan, all of them are online. There's one leaderboard for Street Fighter V. One. There is one leaderboard. There's a lot of Americans up at the top, but we're not winning tournaments. Now, I mean, you and me are tournament-level players, so I mean... Come on, man. Let's just be real. We're not gonna be, we're not gonna be like getting top eight in anything, anytime. But it's just an interesting uh, thing. Space City Comic Con, though. Yo, okay, yeah, we got, we were, we were topping that. Yeah, we were. Shout out to the guy who drags us up. But you know, we got second and third respectively. But okay, the points you get are a function of your win loss record against players of comparable levels. So, like, yeah, you have to be good to like get lots of points, and you can't you can't just be a scrub and get points. But you can grind and get points. Like, if you're grinding, the way the system's set up, if you play a higher level player and he beats you in a first to two, you know, because it's got the two to one set. But you beat him once and he beats you twice, you come out with more points. Mm -hmm. So, you might have like stolen around. But you're not better than that guy. But you got more points. You know what I'm saying? So there's ways to grind the system. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, don't feel bad if you feel good that you took the points and ran because you beat like a higher level guy once. I mean, that's those those are your points. But the point is, your points aren't even a function of like your win record. It's all it's all relative about around who beats you, and it. And here's the thing, man. I've run into guys who've had like 1,500 points, like a bronze, and they were really good. And I've run into golds, you know, guys with like 3,600 points. I beat them fairly straight up. I haven't been playing much rank lately. I haven't been playing a lot outside of Battle Lounge because I have friends who I like to play. Really good ones. Shout out to Mark Sagawa. We've been playing with uh, the Shoto Challenger. Um, Ken and, and both of those guys are high level and we've been playing them with battle lines. We'll get to that. So even some like you can even tell, like if you're playing through ranked, you can tell you like look, or even just casuals, you like look at how many points somebody has. Not always a good representation of their skill. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, playing through ranked in order to get points is not really a good mindset to have because you're, if your mindset's on the points, your mindset's not really on learning on how to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, you might just try to just scrub your way out and get and just win. Of course, winning's winning, and you know that's the whole point of the game. But like, you know, like like you said, you just pick and choose certain matchups
0: sometimes. Yeah, there's definitely a way to game the system in any type of com- competitive scene. Where okay, so my real world example is um, competitive taekwondo. Oh, yeah. There is a way that you can fight where it's not necessarily mean that you're actually a good fighter, but there's methods you can use to get points easily. Like, a lot of people, they'll do, like, the little reach and punch where they'll just lean in really fast. They'll drop their guard, lean in really fast, and just tap your gear. And you get a point for that. Is that a good punch? No. Would that knock someone out? No. But it's for points. Does that mean they're a good fighter? Maybe, maybe not. They go on the street and you lean forward all the way and tap somebody in the middle of the chest, probably going to get knocked out. Yeah. So there's ways even in online fighting games where you can see like, well, if I play, if I see a common name like, okay, I played this guy before, I'm not going to play them because they're going to beat me. Like Amix in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. We never stood down from him, by the way. We played him
1: until we beat him. Yeah, it took what, like eight oh, months? Oh, a long time, long time. We finally got that guy. We omic i seventeen. If you've ever heard of this podcast, shout outs to you and your ridiculous Sagat Akuma team up. Yes, very. We little. got your. We we finally got your number. Oh wait, no one plays that game anymore. So, <laughs> so Nobody cares. Yeah,
0: but there's ways to game the system. Like you know, I'm not going to play this user, or okay, this guy uses this character. I'm weak against this character, so I'm just not going to fight him. You take it yeah. away from yourself. And online, you know, the buffer system's a bit different. Some combos are easier to do. Yeah. So,
1: a lot I of... I don't want to hate completely on rank match. Like, no. there's a reason why you want to do rank. Because it puts the pressure. Like, there's something tangible on the line. There's like a number on the line. This is like, when you play rank match, you play with more pressure. and uh, And that's a good thing. You know?
0: I agree. I agree. And... It's good to have that pressure, but sometimes people focus completely on the pressure of something that's sort of imaginary. Like, those points don't actually mean anything at the end of the day. Yeah, you can't cash
1: those points in.
0: No. No. I mean, you cash that fight money in, but But. most games that don't have a fight money system like that, like going back to Street Fighter 4, what's the real point of having all that BP? Because look at... uh, Justin Wong was playing an online tournament, and he had very low BP because he doesn't really play online. He doesn't really have to. And the announcers were joking about that, like, oh, he don't have the PB- BP, though. He doesn't have the BP. We all know Justin Wong is a great player. Yep. Nobody's sitting here to say Justin Wong is not a good player because he has low BP in Street Fighter Four at that particular point in time. But he yeah. beat somebody who had, like, mad serious BP because he's Justin Wong, and
1: he's a good player. Yeah. Now, if you want to, like, go out and achieve the higher ranks, and you want to, you want to get that title, it's enticing. I mean, go ahead, because that, I mean, if that's your reward, that's the reward into itself. Mm -hmm. You know, like to call yourself gold. Like, I got myself up to silver, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to grind my way up to gold, but then, you know, life happens, and it takes some time off, and I'm like, okay, do I really need to grind it out in rank match? Just to get that gold, to say that I'm that good, or should I actually try to actually be that good? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can attain gold level skill.
0: You can um, just keep playing and, and
1: get it eventually. I mean, yeah. I don't have the time right in my life right now to to do that much grinding, but man, when we get a when we get a party going or a battle lounge going, man, I'm all in on that. Uh, you know, I really try to beat my friends. And that's the thing. Okay, so geographically speaking, right now, you know, you and I are in different states. Um, all the different people that we like to play against are like, you know, Shoto's out in California. You know, Sagawa's up in Chicago. Tyler's out in Montana in the middle of nowhere. We've got challengers all over the globe right now, literally all over the globe. But thanks to this online thing that, we, you know, we we're talking about, you can get a battle lounge going. and As long as you get four or five bars, you can have decent matches.
0: Hmm.
1: I would encourage everyone if you're gonna do Battle Lounge, like actually put the audio on, like talk, talk through the matches, talk about what's going on. Like, it's not just for trash talk. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to get a whole party together, like four or five people, and then watch the matches. We'll spectate the matches. We'll play, and then we'll comment. I keep hearing, "Okay, you're sitting on V meter." Why aren't you going Super Saiyan? Why aren't you just becoming the best character in the game right now? And that's actually helped me. Like, that's something I try. Like, now I'm better at not waiting for the right setup for the V-Skill or for the V-Trigger when I can just do it and be better better for it, you know. And and I would have really, you know, considered that if they weren't watching my matches and be like, yo, you know, you're trying to go for the mix-up, but you could just be stronger overall early on in the match you know and that that's helped me out again it's that sharing of the tech you know what i'm saying yeah man yeah
0: i agree completely obviously cuz we tell you that all the time
1: yeah 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 i'm working on it but you know i tell you know i tell you you know we're playing with shoryuken sure and you just go medium punch medium punch you know spice you know spiral cannon and i'm like no crush counter that you got to you got to get that crush counter practice your crush counter combos we're getting better at that about helping each other level up because that's fun because when you level up as a community, everyone levels up so much faster in their actual skill. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you want to take it out online and get them, get them points, well, guess what? You're, you're, you're better for it. That's the community that you can build. Like we can, we can close the distance with online if you do it right.
0: Yep. Yep. That's the key there. Closing the distance.
1: Yeah. You know, and I've made purely online friends like, Guys I've had really good matches with and I'll send a message to, like, oh, hey, man, that, that mix-up at the end was killer. And then next thing you know, we're playing each other more because, like, we've made, you know, they're their rivals on our CFN or, like, we made, we made friends over Tekken or whatnot. And then you can actually build an online, completely anonymous community that can help each other level up faster. hmm And that's really cool. Totally cool. But yes. the points, man. The points. The points are important. No one's gonna if say they're, they're important, they're not important.
0: To you. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta gauge like, what am I really playing this game for? Yeah. Am I playing it because you know I want to be better at the game, or am I playing it because I want to have some little rank thing on my icon? Yeah.
1: Because that's the thing. I mean, you can't really beat Street Fighter. No. It's not a game you could just beat. Like you can att- you can attain ranks, but Unless you're a bot or Wolf Chrome, you're not going to reach the top. You're, no, you're not going to be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out. If you are number one, by the way, and you're listening to our podcast, man, hit us up. We want to talk with you.
0: Yeah, we definitely want you on the show. We yeah, for ask sure. Ask you how you got there.
1: For sure. Cause... Open invitation for anyone who's top five. Shoot, top ten. Shoot, top 50. If you're top 50 on the CFN leaderboards and listen to this podcast, hit us up. We want to talk to you. Yeah, so you can't really beat Street Fighter. So, like, why are you playing it? Um, I want to play it because I want to get, like, really good. And I want to go and and play some real, real high-level talent and have really good competition. I love
0: the community. I love being able to, like, chat with my bros. Like, right now, having this podcast is really cool. It's a good outlet for my energy to hopefully help and educate other people. It's not a top player, but as somebody who's been playing fighting games for a very long time. I think that everybody has something to offer. And it's important to share what you know with the people that you play with. Because that's how you get better. Just playing online, trying to get that platinum rank. And just focusing and drilling in on the numbers and learning all the tricks. That's great. But if you really want to be a good player... If you really want to be good and you're wondering, like, why can't I get over this hump, really analyze where your value system is in the game, how you're practicing, and who you're playing with, you know? If you don't have any regular people to play with, like, you don't have any online friends, how are you going to expect to get any better? Like, you need people that can tell you up front, like, hey, you do this all the time. Don't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, like, you you, you jump when you get nervous. You always go for the empty jump. You know, and you're getting blown up. Like, sometimes you can't really see these things. Like, Angry, he tells me all the time, like, when when I'm doing something, he's like, You know, you're trying to pull this move off. It's not lower body invincible, and you're getting blown up every time. Or your walk speed isn't fast enough to get that tick throw. You're getting blown up all the time. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, you know, totally right. It was totally obvious. But in the heat of battle, I was, I, my eye wasn't towards it. We do that to each other all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was playing Mark the other day. And he repeatedly hits me with those Shoryukens when he's Ryu. And I was actually watching him. Like, he figured out that I do, like, normal, 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 and then I backstep. So he's always catching my backsteps. Like, I need to stop backstepping. I need to continue the pressure. Even though it's scary, you've got to stay in the game. And I have this problem where, like, I'll attack, 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 and then run away. And then restart. And, like, that restart is a gamble. I gamble a lot when I play. It's probably because I play Makoto a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I need to stop gambling and need to just go all in, like, which is a gamble. But yeah, 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 it's a different kind of. I need to stop resetting the gamble. I need to stop getting new hands dealt to me and just stay in the game. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. You're over twenty-one, dog. Hit me. Just keep hitting me. (laughs) Hit me. I want fourteen cards in front of me and still hit twenty-one.
1: Yeah, you do really well when you when you stay aggressive. It's really tough in Street Fighter Five to play on your heels. That, that game is really designed to to have people really in the action.
0: You can feel the pressure and it's so
1: fast. Oh, yeah. Everything happens so fast. Oh, I know. You know, it's like you, you see that game, and it's like if you have like a quarter health bar left or like between a third or a quarter, you know you're a hit away. Yeah. From dying. <laughs> like what? Like seriously. I've seen some real bad comebacks. Oh, man, yeah. I'm really loving the stun bar, the visible stun bar. Because it's like you get that – you're smelling the smell in the water. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but sometimes it, it kind of distracts me, and I go in. I'm like, okay, I almost got that stun, and they can see it too. So they know I'm going to come in hard, and they got the reversal on lock. And then it's like I got to block this reversal. I got to get this stun. But once you get that stun in Street Fighter Five, the match could very well be yours.
1: Oh, Totally. Cause like, you, you get that stun and it's like so much more damage that you can just tack on. Those combos hit hard. Yeah. Especially if your name is Ken, Nikali, Cami. Shoot, even Ryu. Yeah. Even Ryu. Yeah. He is really hard. Alex is, Alex hits hard, but his combos aren't the greatest. Outside of V-Trigger. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. This new era that we're in is is pretty interesting. I hope that it makes sense. I hope we made sense because we started talking about why why Japan was better than America in fighting games, and it really is because like Daigo will be playing Fudo and all these different players like all the time, and Tokido's playing these players all the time. It's like a constant thing. Mm-hmm. And shout outs to all the really top level American players. They're they're doing some great things, you know like. Justin Wong can only travel to so many tournaments, you know, and he can only play like some people in person so often. He's probably the best player in America right now. Mm-hmm. He's still not on Taquito's level. And nobody in the world is on Infiltration's level. And he's not Japanese, so I have no answer for him. I don't know why he's so good. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? He is good. He's just mega good. It's just got to be his work ethic. He's got to be working like super hard all the time. He doesn't play online much. Like he just spends a lot of time in the training room just drilling and thinking of scenarios.
0: That's a different kind of person right there.
1: Yeah, a different kind of person. That that dude. Watches stream sometimes. He, not only is he hilarious, but in, insightful. You know, and if you want to play Nash, the first step you need to take is to go to YouTube and type infiltration and watch all of his matches and just see what he does. All he does is win.
0: All he does is win. It's crazy, man. It is real crazy.
1: Yeah. Just win Win filtration. You just, <laughs> just put a W. It. Yeah. He's got all the Ws.
0: Winfiltration.exe. Download yeah. today.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, did you see his, his post-Evo interview? I believe I saw his tweet, but I
0: didn't see his his interview. Did he say download complete? He did. Gutex comes up to me. He's
1: like, you know, you had a lot of match knowledge. You had a... You faced him and he sent you to losers and then you came back and came back in the dominant fashion. What was it like? Did you learn anything? He's like, Oh, I can explain this one. I can, I can, I can, I can answer this one in English. <laughs> Download complete. <laughs> and everyone's like, Oh, oh, yeah, he said it. Nice guy though. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you know what though? Here's the thing when you're, um, playing ranked match and all you have is like a best of three. You're not downloading anything. No. It's not to. an honest conversation. You like, you're just going in point. there trying to win. But, like, you don't really learn about the other player very much. You don't get to download people as you would in a longer set. hmm Or in a battle lounge setting. You should play battle lounge more. Just forget the points. Get in a battle lounge with someone and learn how to read somebody.
0: Yeah, come play us.
1: Yeah. If you don't if you're not if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know our gamer tags, yeah, look us up. I'm dreaded A eight seven. So hit me up. And I'm uh Hudigia. I'm not gonna spell that. Just check the notes. <laughs> check check the notes. They should be in the notes for this podcast, so. Anyway, I think that's all I got to say. You yeah, got anything else?
0: That's all I got to say too, other than that the demo for KOF dropped today, so.
1: And it is currently downloading.
0: And Teasak is in that, so
1: If y'all don't know who Tizok is, he's now going by the stage name, King of Dinosaurs. But he will forever be known as Tizok to us. Yes, yes. Yeah, he looks amazing. Yeah, he looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to give him a shot. Oh, man, I can't wait to just give King of Fighters a shot. Yeah, but
0: uh, as I said before, I went to Anime Expo. I went to Anime Midwest. It was fun. Uh, I've got some new cosplays, fighting game cosplays on the line. Our, my boy Dreaded here and I will be doing a lot more KOF. And yeah. Cosplay. So he's working on Nikali. He's got oh, Robert. Oh, shoot. And yep. I'm, I've got Mr. Karate on the way and Kim one.
1: It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be giving sneak previews of that as soon as I get this thing rolling.
0: Oh, but. we have not mentioned this, but we have our new Challengers page that we do. But if any of you are interested in our convention stuff, we have a... A cosplay page. Yeah, we do. Huh. How about that? Have I haven't mentioned that. Yeah, the Legendary yeah. Duo. The URL for Facebook is uh, com slash 2Legendary, as in T-W-O, Legendary. And uh, we're the Legendary Duo. And Yeah. So,
1: you so just- we're the new challengers on this pod when it comes to fighting games. But when it comes to just going to cons and having a ridiculous amount of fun <laughs> outside of fighting games... Yeah, the legendary duo. Yeah, yeah, legendary. You know, you could check out my Miguel from Tekken Tech Tag Tech Tournament Two, my King of Fighters thirteen Robert. Those are, those are both in there.
0: Yes, and there will be more on the way. I'll make more albums for us. Specifically. Plus the Baki the Grappler. Yes, watch watch, watch Baki. We did not even mention that today. I'm glad that we hit that.
1: Oh man, I when was the last time we mentioned like did you y- y'all y'all need to watch Baki? I mean the Grappler. our last podcast was straight up all Baki. Oh, man, yeah. that's true. Okay. Well, we won't let you down, guys. Watch Baki.
0: So the other thing we got to mention is the USO. Shout out to the USO. Shout out for everything they do. Serving troops deployed to civilians, NATO forces overseas, providing them with entertainment, snacks, things to do in their downtime, giving people the ability to call home, use the internet, and chat with each other and kind of commune watch movies and have a good time and not think about whatever they're going through, whether that's stateside, whether that's overseas, the USO does a lot of
1: great stuff. It's a home away from home and an FGC away from the States. Yes. It's so shout out to the USO for yeah. sure. Shout out to the all-star challenger. Who's going to be redeploying overseas here soon. Yeah. Be very safe.
0: All-star challenger. Hopefully we'll cross paths again. All-star is a great dude. Really fantastic dude has helped out the new challengers. A huge deal, so definitely special shout-out to All-Star Challenger for every single thing he does. Yes. Great guy. But yes, that's all I got, man. So if you would like to do the honors...
1: Until the next challenge.
0: Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and hopefully I'll get this one out in a timely manner.